Yo, we on? Yo, we on? I think we're on. Uh, did, did the music play? Not yet. Did it play yet? No, the music did not play. The starting music did not play. Oh, wow. Alright, we are live. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the music for some reason did not play today. Well, let me just... Should have played, I don't know. Oh, because I probably... Something on my phone, I must have logged on. Oh, this is bad stuff. Alright, no problem, man. So, Ethan, uh, by the way, it's your birthday today, right? Yeah, it is my birthday today, that's right. Man? What? Happy birthday, man. Thank you, thank you. I got a little surprise for you, alright? Alright. Celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates. The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun. And the whole clan gathers round and gives them laughter to a thousand. We let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song. Happy birthday! Now you're one year old. Very nice, Steven. Happy birthday! Your life still isn't over. Happy birthday! It's not the much, but you didn't die this year. I guess that's good enough. Okay, the song is skipping a little bit. Yeah, I, I heard it. It was good. Um, but, you know, a nice little surprise for you on your birthday. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We weirdly have a caller. I don't know who it is. 516 number. We'll hold off on them for one sec. We're, we're, we're going to go into our live show now, so uh, I'm going to get... We're going to... Um, we're going to get right to it. Of course, we have a huge show planned for all of you guys today. Of course, we have Matt Cerrone from MetsBlog.com. He will yes, join us. Uh, MetsBlog.com, the creator of MetsBlog in 2003. And he will be joining us um, right away. So Second uh, most popular Mets website on the Internet, obviously behind the official Mets website. Yeah, he's going to join us at, us at 345. So. 35 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Of course. And I hope all of you enjoyed our sh- are going to enjoy our show today. And of course, a lot of to- uh, lots to talk about today, including the Subway Series from over the weekend. Yeah, the pain continues for the Mets. Of course, uh, the Yankees, of course, took two out of three for the Mets this weekend. Yep. And uh, yeah. obviously, the first game, the Mets won two nothing. Jose Reyes had both RBIs. Yeah, it seems like uh, lately the only wins the Mets are getting are via the shutout. Yeah, they're getting uh, shutouts lately. But uh, the last, obviously, the last two wins for the New York Mets were shutouts. Yep. Detroit, and of course on Friday night against the Yankees. And that was Sosa had the show against Detroit. And Sosa and Perez, the only guys pretty good right now. El Duque and Tom Glavin are definitely showing their age in the last two starts. Uh, yeah, they definitely are. Um, El Duque and Glavin, they both got lit up this weekend. Well, the thing is, with El Duque and Glavin, it's, it's not just that, uh, that the Mets are uh, not getting the runs. The Mets are giving them leads, and they're blowing them. Yeah, well, obviously on Saturday, the Mets had three separate leads. Unfortunately, they couldn't hold them, as A-Rod and Jeter both had huge games on Saturday. Yep. And their rally fell a little bit short in the ninth inning. The Mets won, uh, Yankees won 11-8. to Uh-huh. And last night was a disaster for the Mets and a good game for the Yankees. Yeah. They, well, uh, Wong, he was dominant last night, of course, as he had, he pitched eight and two-thirds, came one out away from a complete game. He only gave up two runs, so a great performance by Wong. And, of course, El Duque wasn't sharp. All right, Steven, we got uh, actually two calls on right now. We'll just take the calls. Didn't we start our show yet? Our interview, our interview didn't, didn't come up for some reason. But uh, we do have two callers. One's a 516 number. 516 uh, with an 8 behind that. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hello. All right, I guess uh, they had phone line there. Let's see, another 516 number on the line. Um... What's the name? Where you're calling from? Hello. Hello? Uh, yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, hello. Yeah. Hi. Um, my name's Joe Gale. Okay. I'm call- I'm calling from Limbrook. Right. I was I was just wondering, uh, what's your opinion on the Mets who, are, as of late, are getting pawned much like the news that they are? He said, uh, "Why are the Mets getting pawned like the news that they are?" Yes. So. uh... Well, you know, if the Mets are still in first place, they're going through one of these little, uh, a little bad streak. Uh, it's going to end eventually, though. So, um, 
Yeah, they're going through the same shit the Yankees went through right now. Yeah, every team over 162 games, they all go through uh, losing streaks and winning streaks, and the Mets just happen to be on a losing streak right now. Yeah, it's a major losing, <clears throat> major losing streak at that. But, uh, uh, yeah. It's uh, 10 out of 12 now the Mets have lost, so uh, they'll write the ship, though. Hopefully it'll be sooner than later. Right. Uh, I just have a follow-up for that. What's your opinion on Tony Blair's forced retirement from British Parliament? Um, I think uh, that's. Uh, I think that doesn't have to do anything with the show. Yeah, I'm not gonna really comment on that. Um, thanks for calling in. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I, I, I love you. All right. Um, Bye. I'm gonna have some fans out there. Um, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for calling in. Um, we have another call, right? We have another call, but the caller seems to have a bad line. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to them soon. Uh, five one six number. Um, I don't know what that. All right. Anyway, um, as we're talking about uh, the Mets right now, are going through a, a slump that's very reminiscent of their uh, of that slump they went through in two thousand and five. Ex- except this one has been more closer to home. Uh, the slump they went through in August two thousand and five, when they played the Cardinals, the Braves, and they just. C- in 2005, when the Mets had a chance at the wild card. Yeah, and the... Oh, sorry there. On a road trip. Yeah? In 2005, the Mets went 2-8, of course, on that road trip when they had a chance to win the wild card. Yeah, and I saw an article by Massachusetts Row on Mets blog about team chemistry. And, you know, I think the person supposed to force team chemistry is Willie Randolph, and isn't really doing much of that right now. Um, and, uh, also, uh, I blame a little bit of the veterans on this team. Yeah. It's like Beltran and Delgado. They should be stepping up and trying to uh, right the ship, help these guys. Yeah. Losing streak here. What? And uh, Carlos Beltran is a very quiet player. Yeah. I just hope that he is not one of those type of uh, types of players that is better in a small market. Uh, well, definitely last year he definitely was. He didn't show that. 2005, he definitely showed that. In five, of course, he had uh, one of the record-breaking postseasons, one of the best postseasons of all time. But against a team like the Yankees, uh, you. Uh, the Mets can't have the number three here to go one for ten. Um, we also have to give credit to the Yankees. Yep. They played uh, they played good baseball this weekend. They easily could have won Friday, but they just couldn't get any runs off Perez. You know, Perez was just wild enough so that the Mets could win the game and he could be sharp at the same time. Yeah. Well, Steve, apparently uh, we have a, a few of your Lindbergh guys on the phone. We're gonna have to, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to hold off uh, because uh, we we have um, some stuff planned for the program. So. Up a 3:40 sports update, and we also have Matt Cerrone coming on at 3:45 from uh, the famous MetsBlog.com. It's a great website; you should check it out, as it is one of the most popular Met websites on the internet. And apparently, my friend Ethan has been lost for a second, so I'm going to take you here, as the uh, the Mets have, of course, all lost 10 out of their last 12 games, and the Yankees have won nine of the, out of their last 10. And uh, of course, Derek Jeter with a big weekend. A Rod with a big week. Uh, a Rod with a big week. Uh, big weekend. Uh, of course, A Rod uh, hit home runs Saturday and Sunday against the Mets. And uh, and Jeter, of course, seven hits over the weekend in twelve at bats. Yeah, I'm co- yeah, I'm, co- I'm probably having, I'm having some problems with my phone there, but now it's uh, back. You back now? Yeah, I'm back on. All right, cool. All right, so we're gonna get this set, uh, set update, Ethan. Uh, yes, we're going to get to the update at 3.40, um, so we'll get right to that. Okay, um, um, well, of course, also, I was at the game Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, oh, it was an entertaining game. Yeah, you tell us about the... Both the rally at the end, as Beltron well, tell, popped out to end the game. Yeah, well, tell them where you were after you were sitting and uh, what the uh, reaction of the fans were. And... Sitting in the upper deck, some of the fans, you know, were nice, some of the fans were typical Yankee fans, you know. You know, well, uh, cursing, beard, and stuff, though. So. Lucky you weren't saying about the bleacher creatures. No, I wasn't. All these chants and stuff, so it was fun. Yeah, okay, we're going to get to that. Um, Throw a sports update here, and then we'll have Matt Saron on. Yeah, uh, we'll have Matt Saron right on there. Not not such a great start to our show, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Um, so we're going to get right to that update here. All right. You're listening to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Quas. Here's the 2020 Sports Flash with Ethan Quasman. In the pocket, 2020 Sports Update. Every 20 minutes, 
KSN Radio gives you the latest on the sports world. Good evening at 3.40. I'm Ethan Quasman with the Sports Docket in the Pocket 2020 update. We'll start with the uh, team that's struggling right now in the New York area. The Mets lost two out of three from the Yankees over the weekend. And tonight they return home uh, to face the Minnesota Twins, who are coming off a series with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Mets look to uh, improve their home record. They're 17 and 16 tonight. Uh, going for the Mets will be wait, going for the going for the uh, Twins will be Carlos Silver, and he'll be opposed by John Maine for the Mets. As the Mets look to uh, improve the record against the playoff teams, in which they are two and seven against. They'll continue, they will continue to be playing versus the A's. Um, also, big news in Major League Baseball. The Orioles have fired their manager. Uh, Palazzo, of course. Yeah, Palazzo. They fired it. Palazzo. And uh, for update, the Yankees are idle tonight. They'll get back into action tomorrow night. This has been a 2020 Sports Flash. In the Pocket Sports Docket with Ethan Klossman. Now back to the show. Okay, so there you have it. There's your update of all the important stuff. Well, not that much going on today, of course. Well, I mean, we're not going to really get into the golf. Tiger Woods uh, fell short of the uh, Open, but... Uh, yeah, most of our show is going to be Subway Series recap from yesterday, of course. Uh, yeah. To Matt Cerrone about that, coming yeah. up in just a couple of minutes. In four minutes. Uh, he's the creator of MetsBlog.com. It's the... Um, uh, it's uh, OutsideMets.com. It's the most, has the most hits. It's updated uh, basically every uh, three minutes. A lot of interesting articles about uh, the Mets on that website, including news, stats, and interesting things as well. You should go check it out. Yeah, I mean, it, almost every site in the blogosphere, it's like it, um, if, every, if, a, if a Mets website can get its name mentioned on Mets blogs, like they, they've reached the, uh, the ultimate. So. Well, now, of course, it seems like the Mets have been stuck on, at about 36 wins for the past two weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're just uh, against the Phillies and Tigers. I mean, they've been lifeless overall. But uh, anyhow, um, they're still in first place, obviously, by uh, one and a half games. Yeah, just barely hanging on. The Braves playing the Red Sox tonight. Hopefully, Boston can help us out here. Uh, the Braves... Braves are really struggling. The Braves are struggling as well. They're reeling as well. Not, not as bad as the Mets are, but the Braves just... Barely over 500. And, uh, Ethan, uh, did you see that Cubs game on Saturday? Oh, um, with the Padres and the brawl? Fight in that game. Yeah, well, that was started by Derek Lee and Chris Young. Yeah, Chris Young hit him uh, near the head with a pitch. Actually, Pinella is really weird. Cause normally, it's Pinella in the middle of the fight. Pinella trying to hold his players back. Uh, normally, Pinella is the one that's, uh, that's um, starting the fights. But, uh, and in Philadelphia yesterday, three coaches got ejected on one play. Uh, all from Philly? Check swing, and Philadelphia didn't get an appeal. Yeah. Ruiz got tossed, and, of course, the third base coach got tossed, and Charlie Manuel also got tossed. Yeah. So, uh, Philadelphia, like, uh, it's up and down season for them. Yeah, Stephen, uh, your, um, your buddies from Limerick are hogging on the phone lines right now. I'm, I think I had to hang up on one of them. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, to all people listening, you can call into our show after uh, we have Matt Zorn on. Yeah. So we're not taking any phone calls now. We're waiting for Matt Cerrone to call in. All right, I'm going to have to um, hang up on one of them just for now. You guys can call back in uh, later on in the program. Of course, uh, also in golf, if anyone cares about that. Uh, Tiger Woods lost by one stroke. Yep. Yesterday, and uh, who, who, I don't even know who won that. It was like a no-name. He won his first uh, major well, championship. Nowadays, uh, if Woods is the winner, it's a no-namer. And also for the Dodgers, uh, more bad news. Yeah. Schmidt is being uh, sent to the DL once again. Yep. That injury keeps coming back. Yeah. Uh, Jason Schmidt, uh, he's not ha- he's not living up to that $18 million per year like they paid him. No, not at all. No, definitely not living up to that at all. Uh, nor is Barry Zito, but that's another story. City Royals, they've won four um, four series in a row, all interleague series. Yeah, helping the Mets out with being the Phillies, this, I mean, being the Marlins uh, this weekend. And they beat the Phillies as well in the series, so helping the Royals have been helping the Mets out. And uh, of course, uh, the last time we were on the show on the NBA Finals were three uh, nothing Spurs, and the Spurs won that in Game Four. Yeah, we have a call from five one six number. I'm not sure who this is. Um, Mattis Rowan doesn't have a five one six number, 
But uh, let's see. Ooh, so then we can probably get the map to show around here. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? 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 Hi, who's this? Who's this? What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's on your mind today? <coughs> Alright, that's, um, we got a strange call in there. We'll just scratch that. Um. Fast phone now. Yeah, we got, we got to, we got to really control these lines. Um, yeah, so, let Matt Sharon talk. Um, Mets baseball. Matt Sharon will actually be going to the game tonight. He'll be seeing, um, you know, Carlos Silva of the Twins. Uh, his record is not too much to be desired for 4-7, and seven, but the fact that the Twins haven't given him run support when he goes out there. And, and the Mets will be, uh, uh, finally the Mets won't have, won't have to put a DH in there. And well, it seems like uh, Tom Glavin is going to be stuck on number 295 for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's haven't gotten, he, hasn't, he hasn't had a win since early May, so. Yeah, Glavin is really struggling. Yeah, Glavin is, uh, not only is he... He seemed seemingly very hittable in the last couple of starts uh, against Detroit and against the Yankees. Um, I mean, the Mets gave him a pretty hefty lead last time. and yeah, Glavin gave up uh, nine runs against the Tigers. Yeah. So that was the worst tie for the worst ever in his career. So he's really struggling right now. Yeah, we should get Matt Sharon on now. Should be on soon. Of course, waiting for Matt Sharon to call yeah, in. Yeah, wait, wait for the call in. Uh, here he is. This is uh, Matt Sharon of MetsBlog.com. Thank you for joining us today. Hello? Uh, hey, guys. How you doing? Doing very good. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, you got it. You got it. Um, I know you uh, probably have told this story many times before. Um, but can you um, tell our listeners uh, how you um, how you started uh, Metsblog.com in 2003 and how it's grown to where it's become? Uh, well, I started it uh, for a uh, project in a digital media class I was taking uh, in college uh, about, boy, it seems probably four years ago. Um, the class ended. It seemed to uh, have some interest outside of, of the classroom, and it kind of caught on. And little by little, um, you know, the readership grew. I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, find a friend in Blog Harbor, which is uh, an outstanding um, yeah, kind of all-in-one. Yeah, it's like an all-in-one uh, sort of blog hosting uh, company, and they do a great job. Um, and they were able to really kind of hold my hand through the process and really get it started. And then I think through that. Uh, you know, the, the writing content and all that kind of stuff and, and making some friends in the media uh, kind of helped out, and it just grew from there. Yeah, okay. Well, Matt, um, just what were your overall thoughts of how the Mets played this weekend against the Yankees? Oh, <laughs> uh, under, underwhelming. I mean, I, you know, I, I've been saying, and I, I continue to stick to this, I don't think it's a lineup issue. I don't think it's even a talent issue. Uh, I just think they kind of need to get back to playing, you know, fundamentally sound baseball and, and believing in themselves a little bit more. Uh, you know, you suffer a couple injuries. People don't really step up and fill the void, and that rattles the cage a bit. And, you know, you get in a situation where I think people start to, I don't know if they would say panic, but, you know, you start to wonder what's going on here, and then one loss becomes two, and you're facing good teams and, you know, playing well, and the losing just, you know, the the the, uh, the floodgates open, and then, and then there you are, you know, and I think that's kind of the situation that they're in, uh, and I think this weekend was just indicative of that on a, on a micro sense. I mean, you had games that they probably could have won at certain points. It looked like they were in it, and then all of a sudden you blinked, and boom, they're out of it, you know, and I think that's indicative of what this whole run has been. Yeah, what I've noticed during this uh, stretch of Mets losing is that they're getting most of their base runners with two outs, and then they're, they're not coming through in, in those two-out spots. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's that, but it's also just not stringing together any any number of hits. I mean, they get whether it's you know two outs and they get guys on, or they get guys on and all of a sudden they're two outs. I mean, whatever the case, they're not uh, they're not getting back to back hits. They're not they're not moving things along. And you know, I think that uh, when the lineup is in the condition that it's in, it's kind of sporadic. Uh, even your your supposed trustworthy guys, you know, Beltran, he seems a little banged up with this quad thing. Delgado, who knows what's going on, but. You know, if, if the heart of the order is missing and it's sporadic, if that's, you know, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get a rally going. It's just going to shut down. Okay. Now, uh, Matt, um, of course, Tom Glavin has really been uh, lit up in his past two starts. How concerned are you? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Sorry, I, I got a little broken up. Okay. Uh, Tom Glavin has really been shaky in his past two starts. He's gotten lit up against the Tigers and the Yankees. How concerned are you about Glavin? You know, I'm not too worried about him. I think Glavin is what he is, you know. Um, he's a touch-and-feel kind of pitcher. Yeah. And I think if you put him in a scenario where he's playing, you know, aggressive teams and 
you know, be it the, you know, the Cubs or the Giants or whomever, uh, you know, I think uh, I think he'll be fine. I think you get him against, the, you know, a team like the Tigers or the Yankees, kind of veteran team, uh, you know, really balanced lineup in a hitter's park. I think, you, you know, he's going to get lit up. I mean, not that he can't beat those teams because I think he can. It's just that, you know, he, he there's no room for error. And I think as you saw the other night, you know, he's missing a couple of his spots. He gets a little wild, which is uncharacteristic of the old Tom Glavin, but I think that's what you got now. Uh, you know, in that situation, a team like the Yankees is going to clobber him. You know, the Tigers are going to clobber him. To get him in a pitcher's park, maybe he's feeling his groove a little bit that day, aggressive lineup, he's going to chew him up. You know, and I think that's where we're at with him. He's going to rattle off a string of games where he looks great. He's going to get, you know, hit pretty hard, you know, out of nowhere. And I think that's just what it's going to be. You know, that's who he is. And speaking of aggressive, uh, the Mets have just been uh, way too aggressive lately in, in their uh, terms of batting. Um, they finally took some walks against the Yankees. They, I don't, in the uh, series against the Phillies, they didn't really take uh, much walks at all. Um, you, you think the, uh, that's been also a cause for concern, the fact that they're just they're not, they're not um, uh, taking pitches? I think it's that. I don't know that it's as simple as that. Um, you know, you'd like to think you just tell the guy, hey, go up there and, uh, you know, be patient. But, I mean, you don't go up there looking for walks. You know, yeah. that's not the way to hit. You go up there looking for your pitch, trying to relax a little, little bit, let the game come to you. And I think when you're in a losing streak, you're in a slump like this, there's the mindset that you can swing your way out of it or you can, you know, uh, be aggressive and kind of rush through the slump and get it over with. And, of course, I think everybody knows that that only makes it worse. Um, so, I, you know, for instance, the, the bat with Beltran against Mariano the, on, on over the weekend, yeah. I hear a lot of people complaining, well, he swung at the first pitch. Well, you know, I'd rather him swing at the first pitch if that was the pitch he wanted to hit. I mean, if that was his pitch and he thought that was when he could drive, I don't care if it's the first pitch or the last pitch. Yeah. Go for it, you know. Um, you know, just working a count for the sake of working a count isn't necessarily going to get you anywhere either. So, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, you know, in his case, you know, be healthy, be confident, kind of, Look for your pitch, wait, wait on what's going on, and not be aggressive. And I think you see a lot of them being aggressive. Uh, and I think, you know, that's, that's kind of perpetuating all of this, this uh, craziness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, with Beltron, uh, it seems like uh, when he uh, swung at that first pitch, a lot of people were just looking to blame it on somebody. Do you think uh, that is the case? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, to some extent. I think there's a weird... Um, I don't know. The, I've been trying to kind of figure out the relationship between Met fans and Beltran, um, and I, I, it's, it's kind of a tough one. And I think um, he's been given a lot of slack this year because, frankly, he's he's due some criticism. Um, but there have been other other problems going on. I think that's masked it a little bit. And the relationship is rocky. Obviously, that first season last year he looked great, uh, you know. And it's kind of a back and forth thing. And I think we kind of expect him to be more than he is maybe because of the salary or the potential, who knows. And uh, I've never really felt that we've really understood the kind of player that he is. Um, and I think this will always continue. I just think that's the way it's going to be. You know, I, He's also looking like he's got these injury-type things. It's always going to be nagging, and that's kind of, I think, maybe also going to be what we're going to have to get used to. But in terms of an overall sense and using him as a scapegoat for that, for that game or for the weekend – yeah, I mean, I guess that happens if someone expected, but I mean, there are definitely other things. There are missed cutoff men by other players, bad base running, you know, aggressive at bats. The pitching was kind of weak. The bullpen's been a mess. I mean, there's a lot of other things that go beyond Carlos Beltran and his quad. Now, um, also, um, I know it's a long ways away, but uh, the trade deadline's coming up in about six weeks or so. Um, who do you think the Mets maybe? Are there any a uh, couple names maybe that the Mets might go after at the trade deadline, and who are they willing to give up? Well, uh, I think if, if Omar has proven anything, it's always going to be about pitching. I think he's always looking for pitching, especially in the bullpen. I think that's proven to be a weakness. Uh, what was supposed to be a strength, I think, is kind of proven to be a little shaky. Maybe not a weakness, but it's been shaky. Um, yeah, over the be, past couple of weeks, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised. Well, you know, and that's the thing. It looked great in the beginning. It's been kind of a, a struggle lately. You never know what you're going to have, and you can never have enough uh, pitching. And so I, I expect, uh, he'll probably look to do something like that. The problem is that there are a lot of teams looking for, for relief pitching, so, you know, it's going to be pretty competitive. I think today there were a couple reports about Mark Burley. I think that probably makes sense. I, I could see them maybe if we can't get the relief pitcher, maybe getting a starter and moving somebody like Sosa, you know, into the bullpen, uh, you know, depending on how he's doing at the time. You know, it's a far ways off. I mean, it's, a month from now that'll start get going and you'll start hearing a little bit more um, – 
you know, it'll make, the, the trade rumors will start making a little bit more sense, um, you know, come that point. You know, there's still a lot of teams in it, you know. Well, um, while uh, Scott's showing why I say struggling in big spots, I noticed that Willie has, especially in the Yankees series, he was kind of, you know, trying to stay away from him and going more to guys like Fisiano and Smith. You think uh, trying to give uh, Sean Weiss a breather here because um, Sean Weiss lately has just seemed, just seems he can't get anybody out. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't even know what to make of Sean Weiss. I mean, <laughs> obviously, no, seriously. I mean, here's a guy that you know a lot of teams wanted. Uh, the Mets were actually deemed lucky, you know, to kind of win the sweepstakes on him. It was kind of at the end of the off season, and it kind of got glossed over. And he's not a big name. But a lot of teams wanted him, you know, so much so that he commanded a three-year deal. So, I mean, it's not like he was some chump pitcher who just latched on at the last minute. I mean, this is a guy that people wanted with a lot of talent, you know, and he's just looked terrible. And I don't, I don't know that anybody really knows why, and I think maybe you're right. I mean, I do think maybe a little bit of a break. I mean, he's complained. Actually, that's not true. I take the fact. He hasn't complained, but it leaked out uh, through people on the team that, you know, I guess he's got a little bit of an injury, some things going on that, that were stemming from spring training that, He's still not totally over. I mean, if that's the case, uh, like you're saying, I mean, just take a, take a break then. I mean, stop, stop doing some damage, you know, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to. But then I mean, on the other hand, on the other hand, you want to get him out there. Let him do his thing. Get over it, too. His job so. is to get lefties out. and uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, now, of course, Paul Duca got hit above the elbow last night. Do you have an update on Paul Duca? Uh, no, I, I know he had a, an MRI on that elbow a while back and there's really no major damage to it. I think it's just probably bruised and sore. I mean, he gets beaten up back behind that plate more than I think we realize. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on that particular elbow, he's gotten hit a couple times from foul balls catching. I mean, he's also got dinged on it while at bat, and, you know, uh, he, he's a gamer. I, I, don't, I don't think it's anything major. I, I, I would not be surprised if he's out of the lineup tonight, um, you know, given how Castro's been swinging the bat. Yeah, okay. Uh, a couple of bats. You know, what we'll do could take a day or two. I mean, uh, the last time he went through this, I think he missed a couple of days as well. I, it was towards the end of last season or in the spring. I don't really recall. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's any big to do. I don't think there's any major news coming out on that, at least I hope, but not that I'm aware of. Okay, um, and also, do we have any idea when Moises Alou is coming back? It's been forever already, it seems like. Who? Uh, Moise Salou. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not familiar with him. I, I'm not really sure who that is. Name <laughs> um, No, I. You know, I, it sounds like. Uh, I mean, at least another couple weeks. I, I heard that he was in Port St. Lucie, but then I also just heard that maybe he was still in Long Island. Like I'm not even really totally sure. Frankly, I've taken a completely passive uh, position on that and have not even bothered researching it because, you know, when he's back in the uniform, he's back in the uniform. At this point, I'm not. <laughs> I can't even really keep up. I don't really know what's wrong, why it's wrong, when it'll get better, who, who knows. Um, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't expect I'm seeing him until the All-Star break, quite frankly. That's just my point of view. Yeah, I noticed uh, that Randolph has been reluctant to give uh, the big fishes in the lineup their bait because especially against A-Rod, I mean, every time the Mets are pitching him, they should be giving A-Rod the bond treatment. And uh, I don't know why in the world they are pitching A-Rod in, in the spots that he's coming up in. You know, I, I said that same thing last night. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, he is so locked in that I'm I'm actually kind of surprised people are pitching to him at this point. Um, you know, I mean, he just he looks incredible. Eh? He looks far better than Bonds uh, you know, has, and they still walk him. So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised. I don't, you know, Willie is not been the kind of guy that, that kind of gives into that sort of, uh, that type of play. Uh, and I definitely would be shocked to have seen him go that route against his old team in Yankee Stadium. It just doesn't seem like... I don't think he feels, though, his team and his, his guys kind of stand for that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I think they'd rather go at him with their best and beat him, and if they don't, so be it. Um, you know, you saw that with Bonds, too. I mean, I think there was only that one instance where they pitched around him. Yeah. Um, you know, it I, I just doesn't seem like their style necessarily. I mean, if it's strategic and it makes sense, sure, but just for the sake of uh, getting A-Rod off the plate, I don't, I don't see them doing it. Frankly, I'd rather see him knock him down. Oh. <laughs> but, well, uh, with the A-Rod situation there, I don't think you could really intentionally walk him if it's really early in the game. But in a situation like seventh inning and on, I think you would have to walk him at this point, right? I think if, uh, again, I think, that, you know, the way that people play Bonds is that same kind of thing where if he can, you know, if he's the difference maker, treat him like it, you know. Um, I think that probably makes sense. Uh, personally, I'm of the Willie mindset. I'd rather just go at him, and uh, I'll suffer the consequence this early in the season. Um, but, you know, I can understand your argument. Okay. Um, well, of course, uh, Bonds hit um, 
number 748 yesterday. I just wanted to ask you, are you rooting for him to break the record? Actually, I am. I, I, and the reason being not... Uh, the reason being is because, frankly, I, I'm not I'm not too obsessed with records, and that stuff doesn't really mean all that much to me. And I know that irritates some uh, baseball traditionalists. But frankly, you know, I, I know in my heart of hearts who the great players are and who aren't, and like that's good enough for me. And frankly, I would rather see Bonds' name in the record book to keep baseball accountable. I think, mm-hmm. you know, given what what transpired over the last decade or so, I think it's important that uh, you know there's kind of a public record of all this. I mean, at the end of the day. 10, 20, 30 years from now, I'll, I'll tell my kids probably about, you know, still tell them about Babe Ruth and Henry Aaron. I'm not, you know. So it's not like those guys vanish from history if for some reason Barry Bonds takes over that number one slot. And quite frankly, I think it's all a moot point because the way A-Rod's playing, I would be shocked if he doesn't pick the record in 10, 20, 15 years. So, you know, it'll all go away there. Yeah, he's almost at 500 already. He's only 30 yeah. years old, of course. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. you know, I just I can't see how he doesn't, uh, break this disease, frankly. Well, but also that was uh, what everyone, uh, everybody was saying about Griffey about five, ten years ago. But of course, Griffey uh, has been injury plagued since he's uh, been a Cincinnati Red. That is true. That, that's that's totally true. I mean, that's that's always out there. But I mean, given the way things are going, I suppose it would be kind of a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, uh, many Mets fans would agree that Jose Reyes is a difference maker in games for the Mets this season. But if you look at the way um, uh, Reyes, uh, the first two games against the Yankees, uh, the way he played, you would think the Mets would have won two out of three, and of course they didn't. Do um, you think that Reyes is a different maker for the Mets nowadays, or or is it David Wright? I mean, who, who do you think uh, uh, can tell from one performance is a difference maker on the Mets? Um, I think uh, I think Reyes is a difference maker when everybody else is pulling their weight. Yeah. Um, you know, if... Uh, if <laughs> If no eight the, yeah, eight out, if eight out of the nine guys are going to all be in a slump, then I don't care what Reyes is doing. Uh, you know, I think that's really what it comes down to. But, I mean, all things being equal, yeah, I mean, I think Reyes is that kind of player because, you know, he's going to do the little things, you know. And like you saw this weekend, he's going to steal five bases in two days, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's, that, that stuff is irreplaceable, and that's going to really push the envelope and uh, definitely change a game. You see the way he gets people to balk and do crazy things like that. So, on one hand, you have A-Rod and Bonds and these guys that change the game strictly from you know, a one-hit kind of a situation because of their power, you get a guy like Reyes that changes the game in a million different ways. Um, so, yeah, for me, he's that guy. But that, that is predicated on, you know, these other people actually doing, doing their job. Okay, um, so, uh, of course, um, the MLB had their draft a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the Mets uh, took uh, Eddie Cunz with their first pick. Uh, uh, first pick. And uh, so... Uh, since most of uh, most of us don't know about the draft, do you know a little bit about uh, Eddie Kunz, the first pick of the New York Mets? You know, guys, honestly, I don't really get too involved in the draft. I mean, my, my thinking on this has always been, especially with pitchers, uh, I subscribe to the uh, the philosophy that there aren't there's no such thing as a pitching prospect. I mean, he, when he arrives and he pitches well, then I will believe in Eddie Kunz. <laughs> you know, but I mean, until then, okay. any of these guys, to me, it's like, you know, I, I want to see them get their uh, experience in the minors, and let's work our way up, and then we'll see what we got. I mean, there's so many of them fizzle out. And if, if the Mets get one pitcher out of all those 40 guys that were selected, they did great. You know, so, I mean, what those odds are a little difficult to uh, get into. So, yeah, frankly, I, I don't – not only do I not know much about them, I haven't really asked many questions about it. Because, to me, I'll, I'll worry about these guys two, three, four years down the road. Although, I will say this. I do hear people talk about this first pick as though – uh, not like Joe Smith in terms of uh, style, but just in terms of readiness. That this could be a guy that you know could certainly be you know available come next season, maybe even towards the end of this season if he progresses well and, and, and uh, you know handles the workload well. Um, but that's really the only thing that I've heard you know about these guys. Okay. Um, uh, in terms of uh, the Mets getting back on track, um, who do you think? Honestly, the Mets need more than one guy jump starting this team every night. Um, who do you think needs to be that guy? I mean, uh, uh, several of them are in slumps now. Which guy do you think is the one guy that needs to step up? On the current, the current roster. The current roster. Got uh, Delgado, right? Yeah, I mean, I I would say Beltran or Delgado. I mean, one of the two. I mean, frankly, they could go back and forth. Would be fine by me. I, <laughs> I, but I think one of those two guys. I think they definitely need, especially if Alou is going to be out. If Alou is not going to be there, yeah. somebody has got to drive in runs in the middle of the lineup. Not, they're not going to score. You know, it's that simple. Um, 
you know, so I think I think one of those two guys, either one is fine because, frankly, they both kind of can carry the team in the same way. Um, you know, but I, I, frankly, would love to see a shot of Pedro. I mean, I think they could use a little bit of his attitude and a little bit of his, uh, you know, whatever it is that he brings to the team. I think that, that couldn't hurt either, quite frankly, pitching or no pitching. I think just his attitude and his uh, energy mm-hmm. is uh, probably worthwhile. Well, speaking of Pedro, do you uh, have any updates about how his uh, rehab is going? Uh, I know he's doing still bullpen sessions. I think he's up to maybe 50 or 60 pitches, somewhere in that range. I probably will do this for the next week or so. And then you'll start seeing some simulated games probably for, you know, a couple uh, go-rounds. And then I believe they're going to send him, for the first time in his career, I think he's going to do a minor league rehab start, uh, a couple of those, which I think is going to be interesting to watch him pitch against some of those young guys. Probably sell some tickets out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know I'd love to go watch that. Um, uh, The Mets yeah. Sorry, no, no, go, go ahead. Oh, um, this weekend uh, the Mets have the uh, Minnesota Twins coming in, a team that's been staying around 500 um, basically the whole year. Uh, they have a team that seems to, uh, especially against the Brewers, they, their pitching staff seems to um, not be so reliable. And that they're going against Carlos Silva, you think uh, this is one team where the Mets um, really have a must-win against uh, because of how they've played. Yeah, I, I'm kind of tired with the must-wins because yeah. I, we've been saying that now for, like, two weeks. And, frankly, every time you say it and don't get it, it just feels that much worse. Um, you know, I, hey, I, I want to see them just take the series and go back to what they were doing. I mean, you don't have to win every game. The win. Uh, and it's not like they're in a hole by any means that they need to dig out of. So just really just getting back on track will be certainly good enough. I mean, take two or three, two or three, that kind of thing, and I think they'll be fine. I don't, I don't think this is a matter of, wow, you know, this is the end of the world, got to win tonight kind of a situation. They go lose tonight, win the next two. You know, I know you got Santana going on Tuesday, but, hey, you know, uh, who knows? Maybe they beat him. Uh, well, the point is, again, like we, we started this conversation, I think it's all about just play fundamentally sound, have good at-bats, and, and do the little things, uh, you know, to get them back on track. And hey, some ball. Two or three is fine, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. Um. um. The Twins are coming off a wild game yesterday uh, when Prince Fielder hit a park uh, home run. I'm sorry, I'm losing you guys. Oh, hello? Can you there? Hello? Yeah, I don't know. Hello? We're losing him here. Yeah, we just lost him. Uh, we lost Matt Saron? Yeah, it's something with the phone there. I guess they'll call back in. Uh, Pretty good stuff there from Matt around there. Uh, yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, I don't know how we lost him, but... Yeah, he'll, he'll, I guess he'll call back in. Hello? Yeah, he'll call back into the program. Uh, it's about 4.07 now. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah, Matt Cerrone will call back in, and maybe we'll just close up there. Yeah, I mean, something to do with the phone line. Um, it seems we got a couple of your guys on the phone. I don't know. I'm kind of scared to take them. Uh, I guess we'll see what... Matt's around a couple of minutes in case he calls back. Yeah, Matt's will call back in. Uh... Very busy, but... Uh, it was a good interview there. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah, he's uh, great stuff there. Uh, we'll take this phone call. Same number as before. I'll take the one that looks different. No, they both look the same. So, uh, man. I'll just know those guys, let's see what's on their mind. we got a 516 now. What's, what's, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, who is this? What's your name? Where are you calling from? My, my name is Andrew Marone. All right. And I'm calling from Monbrook. Guys, before... Pardon? It's the same guy as before. Same de- same guy. Yeah, you, you, you want to? You have something else to say? Because we want to get the rest of our program here. I I was just I was just gonna say um, what are your opinions on the Boston Red Sox? Uh, I think right now they're in pretty good shape. They're good. See, they swept. Of course, they swept. Um, they swept, swept the Giants. They swept Bonds and the Giants. Uh, of course, Barry Bonds homered yesterday, as we mentioned before. Yeah, Barry Bonds homered, but the uh, the Giants. Um, didn't really do outside of Bonds Homer and the Giants didn't do much offensive versus the Red Sox. Uh they the Red Sox got back um the Red Sox actually had to sweep the Giants to keep their um nice lead over the Yankees. Uh the Yankees yeah. two out of three, so mm-hmm. uh, you, you brought up a good point about uh Bonds hitting a home run uh, What do you what's your opinion on uh people using steroids beating records set by actual yeah, natural what? Uh my personal opinion I think it's disgusting. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, people that are using steroids, you know, like, it's screwed up. They shouldn't really do that, you know? Sure, I'm all I say. I mean, it's cheating, you know? I mean, what's the point of playing the game if you're not going to have any integrity, you know? All right, thank you for calling in. 
Thanks. And I uh, hope you have a good day. Your name is? Uh, I don't know. Where? All right. You have another uh, call on you? Yeah, I think... Uh, Sharon uh, probably won't be able to call that game because, you know, he's um, quite busy. But I'm glad we had him on there. Kind of lost him there. But, yeah, it's great. I'm glad he called in. Um, yeah, so we have uh, to we got to update at 420. Um, your friend seemed to like the phone line. I guess so. I think we have another phone call, Ethan. Should we take it? Uh, I think we'll... Same numbers before again. I, I think... If it isn't uh, Danny Kiganovich, I'm not going to take it. 516 number. Uh, does, that, does that number ring a bell to you? Because it rings a bell to you, I'm not going to pick it up. It's cool. Does it ring a number to you? Uh, I don't know. Hello? Uh, are you, uh, you on the line? Hello? 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 Hi. Hello? You're breaking my phone out here. Hello? Hello? Hi, are you there? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hi, what's your name and where are you calling from? Um, I'm Ashley Maxwell. I'm calling from Lebrook, New York. Nice. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I, I heard about you guys on Facebook. Hey, cool. Invited me to your group. Alright. Uh, I was just wondering, what do you think about Barry Bonds and him taking steroids? Um, well, same as anything else, you know. Um, steroids only enhances people's, they can see the ball better, um, the muscles get stronger, and they hit, they hit the longer bonds. That's the bottom line. Um, Barry Bonds taking steroids is the same thing as Rafael Palmeiro taking it. It's the same thing as, as anybody taking it. Even Joe McEwing takes it. Well, Bonds hasn't officially been caught, but basically everybody knows he did something. He, he did something that enhanced his game, you know? And yeah. it's it getting an unfair advantage of other players in the league, and it's 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 degrading to baseball. I mean, it's, a, it's probably been the uh, one of the biggest disasters in sports over the last decade. You know, I'm a Met fan, but, you know, we're all hypocrites because... We boo Bonds like crazy, but, you know, we don't boo guys like Guillermo Mota. Yeah. Oh. He, he, no, well. It's just because, you know, Bonds is close to the record. Well, see, the way Mota's pitched, I think you want to be booing him right now. And, you know, par- partially, um, Bonds, you know, he's kind of a jerk off the field. Yeah. People say that he has a bad attitude off the field, so um, it makes him even more unliked. And, uh, right, uh, do you well. guys, would you guys take any performance enhancement things? Uh, that's a question that, um... I'll be answered on here. <laughs> yeah, as I know to that. So, thank you for calling in. Alright, no problem. Have a nice day. You too. You too. Great network you got. Alright, thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. I couldn't tell that was a boy or a girl, by the way. But... What? I said I couldn't tell that was a boy or a girl. Oh. That was a boy? No, it's a girl. She's in my math class. Oh, I... No wonder. Alright. Okay. I'm glad she called in there. Uh, so, um... Yes? Okay, of course, uh... Oh, Stephen, I'm, um, I'm the match one to get back on here. We, we had a little rusty start, but we got, uh, we got a very, uh, an excellent interview with Matthew Sharon there, and, uh, I'm gonna play a little something, um, uh, Chris Daughtry. Uh, can, can I play it? What? It's about four minutes long. It's a little clip, Daughtry in the Subway series. It's a pretty funny thing. Okay, let's hear it. Alright, I'm gonna play it in a second here. Uh, I just want to mention one thing. There's a website called armchairgm.com. I, I write for them as well as many other sports fans. It's the ultimate, ultimate website for sports fans. Uh, it's the one to get their, their um, usership up to a million by the end of the year. So, even five million, really. So, if you want to check them out, it's armchairgm.com. Sign up, create an account. Um, it's, it's not just writing articles. It's a whole... It's like Facebook, except for sports. That's what it is. It's really... Hello? Ethan? Hello, Ethan. I think we lost Ethan there for a second. Um, so, of course, we had the interview with Matt Cerrone. And, um, of course, uh, he did a good job in there. We are talking a little bit about the Mets, talking a little bit about Barry Bonds, and a little bit about the struggles of the Mets, and the uh, hot play recently of the Yankees. Let's see it back on. All right, uh, Ethan, uh, apparently he's having a little trouble today. He lost us a couple of times. but Yeah, I lost actually in the worst time for the intro because, you know, I'm the moderator of the show, and the, yeah. the intro, and if, and if I'm not on, the intro doesn't play. And that was bad. But, but anyway, uh, we still had a good intro with Jerome. I'm going to play that uh, Yamin. That, not Yamin. Uh, I played that on the last show. Uh, that was even more depressing. Um, this is uh, Chris Dorchery with the Mets losing two out of three, okay? Okay, let's hear it. All right, we're going to get right up in the meantime here. Um, oh, Stephen, you already talked about your, 
experience you, you could say uh Yeah, the whole thing, you know. Yeah, and you and you've been there, um you've been there before, right? Uh, I have been there the Yankees have won every gone there, so I better stop going. Yeah. <laughs> oh that was and you had of course the famous four nothing game. Uh, which famous four nothing game? Oh, the Wagner game last year. Oh, 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 you were that game? Yeah, I was at the game where Wagner blew it. I better stop going to these Subway Series games, Ethan. And apparently, I think we've lost him again. Ethan, are you there? Apparently, we lost him again. So uh, he's trying to play a song from Chris Daughtry. I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, apparently, he keeps losing us. And um. So hopefully we'll get him back on the line soon, of course, as we're coming down to the last uh, quarter hour of our show. I hope uh, everyone has has enjoyed our show today. Of course, we had Matt Throne on, and, we, and we've talked a lot about the Subway Series. And uh, uh, once again, some of the top stories today, uh, the Yankees won two out of three from the Mets over the weekend, and a couple of uh, pitchers going on the DL today. Jason Schmidt from the Dodgers and uh, A.J. Burnett from the Blue Jays are uh, both going on the DL. And also, um, Mike Piazza apparently this week is coming off the DL. Uh, he's been injured for a while. He got injured in Boston, his shoulder, and um, he's going to DH for the A's, hopefully. And the A's are actually playing the Mets this weekend, so Piazza could come back against the Mets. Uh, a couple of milestones yesterday in baseball were reached. Um... Casey Blake uh, uh, extended his hitting streak to 26 games for Cleveland. And Chipper Jones, a.k.a. Larry, got his 2,000th career hit yesterday. And uh, the Braves, though, lost to the Indians 5-2. Uh, his Fausto Carmona improves to 8-2 and two on the season. And it's some rumors out of the yeah, Reds. Yeah. What? Hello? Steve? Hey, there's Steve. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, 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 that was just, uh... Again, as I was filling uh, in some information or some important information over the weekend in baseball. Hello, Ethan. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah, I'm back, I'm back. Right, apparently well, my, uh... Just my public your song, we're running out of time here. Yeah, my, my, apparently my public phone doesn't, isn't too fond of um, 516 numbers. So I'm going to play this now, okay? Uh, let's hear it. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's on now. Uh,
Okay, um, we have a couple of phone calls on the line here, and I want to... Yeah, was that... yeah. So we have a couple of phone uh, calls on the line here. I want to get to them before the show ends. Let's hear first. First Yeah, first Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to get to the phone calls now, okay? Yeah, first listen to our phone number. Uh, phone number is 1646-478-5118. If you want to call into our show, we have 10 minutes left, so we'll be taking phone calls. And uh, we have a phone call here, a 516 number. All right. Where are you calling from? Uh, you're on, the, uh, you're on uh, KSN Radio. Hello? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello? Hello. My name is John Sterling, and I have calling. All right. Maybe it's a prank call here. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't think John Sterling would call a show anyway. Yeah. All right, so uh, apparently all right, we have another phone call online here. We do? What number are they calling from? Oh, hello, uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Yeah, oh, apparently, it's Radio. Apparently, the guy calling us from the subway there. Hello? Yeah, Steven, it's, apparently, it's a guy calling us from the subway, and he's uh, trying to prank call us. This is a sports show, not a prank call show. So, if you can please um, call us and... All right. If you can call and talk sports, that would be much more preferable. All right? Thank you very much. Okay, we got nine minutes left in the program. And uh, I guess we should go to 2020 sports up there now. What's with all the people with the cellulitis here? What? What's with all the people with the cellulitis here? Nobody can get a good phone. Yeah, that is a problem. Even Matthew Sharon had a problem with his phone. Um, well, I don't know. It's either the network or it's the phones. I'm not sure. I think, you know, I think, um, actually, I think my phone might, be the, uh, might have some problems there, but I think someone's wrong with the network. Uh, next show is going to work it out, you know? But, um... Of course, we have eight minutes left in the show, and we'll be taking your phone calls for the rest of the way if you want to call Yeah, anybody, anybody who's not from a 516 number. Well, you could be from any number. Yeah, any number, but uh, we... Okay, you know, uh, we have another phone call here. I'm going to try to get them through here, so let's hear it. All right. Who's this? Hello? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hang oh. up the subway there. Hello? Is anybody on the line here? Hello? All right. Hello? Hello? Hello. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. What's on your mind, brother? Hello. All right. Hello. <laughs> Hello. In New York, in, in New York, I don't know what you can get. Nobody can hear us. Forget it. What? What did you say? Apparently now, now they got the same guy on the phone. Oh, they're off. They're gone. Okay. That was fun. Yo. You're Steve. Oh, man. Sorry about that. I, mean, I was so crazy about the phone lines. I'm new to you by accident. Am I on? You're on, yeah. Why did you mute me? I, what? You muted me. Yeah, I muted you by accident. Sorry about that, man. Another phone call here. I think it's a different number, though. No, this guy looks like the same guy as before. Know, well, let's just hear it. Hello? Hi, this is Trevor Ambrico. Oh, hey. I, um, I don't really like I don't really like sports, but uh, I was listening to this because I'm a friend of Steve's, and um, I thought it really interesting how he totally denied that uh, question about Tony Blair. I think it's wrong that he's being betrayed by his own party, the Labor Party, because oh, okay. this is Andrew Scuderi, and he's uh, the funny guy. You know, he's trying to call in into several different guys. You know? Yeah, I can tell. I can tell, you know, because we can see your phone number. It's the same phone number, so you're not fooling us. You're not, you're not fooling us. You can't fool Ace and McQuass. You can't fool the sports docket. You know, at least he has some intelligent questions, though. You know, he yeah. asked about the Red Sox and uh, the Yankees and the Mets, you know? Yeah, yeah, yes, I'm pretty good question. Uh-huh. Uh, All right, so... Um, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some, some humans calling to the program also. So we'll try to get your call, and we have five minutes left. Hello, yeah. what's your name, and where are you calling from? I just hung up on the guy. Oh. I, I, I just hung up on him. I, I can't take this. All right. All right. You hung up on him? Yeah, yeah, he's out. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have five minutes left in the show. And yeah, Stephen, uh, interesting matchup tonight for the Mets. Uh, John May and Carlos Silva going. Uh, of course, that's a 7-10 start at Shea Stadium tonight. Yeah, Matthew Schroen will be at the game. He's going to be sitting in the mezzanine. He's probably off to the game already. Yeah, actually, um, you check out his show coming up. He's going to, you know, we were happy to have him on the show, but actually, uh, Matthew Sharon tomorrow, uh, on his show, is going to get on 
Omar, Omar Manaya. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. we're going to have Manaya on on his blog talk radio. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be talking about, um, well, of course, talking about trying to get the Mets out of this, out of this uh, trauma they're going through. But, you know, how to, just about, you know, of course, when we asked him about the uh, free agent market, yeah, we got the uh, same view in the line. Yeah, we have the same dude online, so just uh, ignore him for the last four minutes. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. He's an uh, interesting caller there. Callers uh, make our show what it is. What? The callers make our show what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Plus. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to have one more show before... Yeah, before uh, Ethan, yeah. of course, is going to Eddie I Day Camp, so have, uh, not Day Camp, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp, that's right. Uh, I don't know, I'm, probably, I'm thinking about Thursday, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But Stephen will be counting you along the summer. Yeah, right? I'll be uh, filling in for Ethan uh, in the summer. I'll be doing the shows by myself. It'll be the Ace Man. On MySpace, uh, www.myspace.com slash Ace Man and the Quas. You also check out our official uh, webpage, uh, besides our, our space, uh, ksnonlinehome.com. Um, we're sure that uh, all our shows aren't as weird as this, just weirder. We've had some pretty weird shows so far. Uh, we've, they've been fun, though. They've been fun. Yeah, they've been fun. No doubt, especially today when we got the intro going. But, yeah, uh, we had some pretty weird shows. Um, the Yankees aren't playing tonight, uh, so maybe the Mets will finally um, steal the back page if they win tonight. Maybe so. Yeah. Of course, and, you know, before we know it, uh, NFL is going to be starting soon for you. NFL yeah, and, and the NFL, during the NFL season, me and Steven will uh, be having – we're making three picks every week, hopefully. Uh, yeah, well, maybe even uh, more picks than that. We'll have uh, we'll have our picks every week, starting in September, of course. Yep. And then we'll uh, see what uh, goes down there. But yeah, I mean, um, NFL season is time for you know. I mean, I, I know the Giants and Jets. I know, well, I know the Giants had a, um, a camp yesterday with Eli Manning and Sean O'Hara. Uh, they were showing some of the, the younger um, players in football. That that means like uh, 22, 23. Um, they were showing them, you know, the basics and uh, seeing, uh, of course, right now, uh, I don't know, the Jets. Ethan, we have some breaking news here. All right. Um, apparently, LeVar Arrington uh, has been injured in a motorcycle accident. Uh, is it serious? Uh, not many details. on It's on ESPN right now. I'm checking it out. Uh, this, is, this is a big, big story, especially with Arrington. Uh, Arrington injured, seriously injured, uh-oh. Uh, he was injured in a motorcycle accident in Washington, D.C., Today, so uh, that's near where the Redskins are. Um, that's gonna hurt his chances to sign anywhere now. Uh, well, apparently he suffered a broken bone in his arm, three broken bones in his leg, cuts and bruises. Uh, he's recovering at uh, Prince George Hospital Center. The injuries don't appear to be life-threatening yet. Ethan, we have another phone call. It's not the same number. All right, seven eight uh, number. Seven eight number. I think I'm, I know what this is. Uh, put it on. What's your name? And where are you calling from? Hello, guys. This is John and Kong from Queens. What's up? What's hey, up, John? Man? What's going on? <laughs> hey, I figured I'd close the show for you guys. You had a bunch of great calls. I love the show today. I love the topic about steroids. Let me just throw this in. Whoever takes these steroids in Major League Baseball should be thrown out permanently. That's an unforgivable offense in my eyes. That's just how I see it. Well, um... That's a good point. Well, it would ideally be that way. Um, I agree with that, too. If you take steroids, you shouldn't be allowed to play again. But... At the same time, some some people have uh, steroids that they unknowingly take. It is actually true. Some people do take it unknowingly. Interesting point. I can get what you're saying, but still, if they knowingly take it and there's evidence for it, they should just be thrown out immediately. That's just how I see it. Any illegal drugs which gives you any advancement over anyone else, it's just, you know, wrong. That's how I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that into the ring. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you for calling in, man. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you and, got uh, a great show. Love it. Yeah, and uh, finally our, our first normal caller. Mm-hmm. Well, one of our first normal calls. We had another normal caller today, though. <laughs> hey, come on. Like, I love the normal calls. They make the show fun. Keep it up, guys. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the call. Uh, call in next time, definitely. Will do. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, may I plug myself for a minute? If you guys want to check out, I just started a new website. Go to myjohn.com. M-Y-J-O-N.com. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay. All right, John, check out myjohn.com for your all your John news. Mm-hmm. All right.
right, John. Thanks for calling in, man, and I'll talk to you later. No problem. Keep up the good work, guys. All right, thanks. Nice. All right, we're closing out here. Yep. Steve, there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, we're we'll closing out here. We had a, we had a good show today. Once again, another interesting uh, version of uh, the sports basket. And Matthew Sharon, some weirdos, and John. Of course, uh, I look for a schedule posted on our MySpace, which is once again myspace.com slash aceman and the quas. Yeah, the page is totally pimped out if you want to check it out. Um, hopefully, we got some, uh, we definitely generated some revenue today for Blog Talk Radio. I hope. Uh, maybe not all good revenue, but some, good, some revenue in there. Mm-hmm. And we're glad that you tuned in. Okay, thank you for joining us today on the Sports Doctor with Aceman and the Quas. Yeah, and if we have another show, uh, it'll be Thursday. If not, be sure to check out Aceman. He'll carry for the dawn days of summer as the Mets try to um, try to get him to the pennant, try to get him to the playoffs. Uh, try to make the playoffs for the 10th consecutive year. And he'll also tell you, he'll carry you with the, uh, the hot stove in the NFL, the whole thing, and uh, the uh, preseason, the Jets and Giants. Most of the Giants have issues of all course, over the... the offseason in the NBA and the NHL, which will be many free agent signings. Yeah, the rumors of Kobe Bryant, I don't know what we have now. The show here, we're going a little bit overtime today. Yeah, no, you hear rumors of Kobe Bryant going to Atlanta. Who? Kobe Bryant maybe going to Atlanta. The Hawks? Yeah. Well, uh, I he's complaining uh, uh, the Lakers aren't a good team. The Hawks are even 100 times worse, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't, he wouldn't even, does he have a no-trade clause, do you know? He, yeah, no, he has no-trade clause. Okay, well, uh, Ethan, uh, thank you for joining me today, and thank all the callers and the listeners to our show today. Thank you, Matthew Cerrone, for uh, taking out the time out of his busy schedule to join us. During the middle of this week. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace out, y'all. Sports Docket with Ace Men and the Quas. Peace. Peace out. See you later. Bye-bye.